So yeah, guys, you're welcome to another episode of the Vibe with Edmond Oris podcast. I'm your host, and I'm still the coolest boy in the world, Edmond Oris. So today's episode is a very special episode. Thank God for life. Thank God for a new week. And we're happy to be alive. So if you're listening, I got two big football guys. I got Tayo and I got Certified Do Boy on Twitter, Do Boy, to come. And we just did a very quick recap of the games. Ronaldo scored a game for Man United. Lingard scored. The David De Gea saved the penalty um, for the first time in seven years. For the first time in 2014, Messi's home debut wasn't so good. Chelsea are refusing to Chelsea are refusing to concede goals. It's crazy. So I just got and and uh, what was his name? Alan won't stop scoring. So I got these guys to just quickly do a, a quick recap of the movies and then the extra time topic too is is, is a very good one. You should you should listen to it. So guys, let me allow you guys to enjoy it. If you are listening for the first time, please subscribe to the podcast so you get notifications whenever we drop. Because we drew football episodes every Monday to do a recap of the of the of the weekend, and then we we'll do general episodes every Friday where we just talk about something very related. But the last episode is cracking a lot of people off. If you have not listened to it, you should listen to that one. It's going to involve good memories to you. But let me not waste too much time. I'll see you guys at the end. Tayo of Real Madrid. Tayo, how are you doing? Good, I'm good. It's good to be here. It's good to have you back on the podcast. You've been on, on an episode before, but I'm happy to have you back. And I'm here with Do Boy, Do Boy, Do Boy of Man United, one of the biggest <laughs> Man United fans of all time. How far? Hey, what's up, man? I'm good. How's your side? So this this episode is actually very special because I wanted to have you guys here. I didn't even know the way like this night was going to turn out, but it's been crazy. Today was crazy. Man United's game was crazy. Ronaldo, <laughs> Lingard, the penalty miss, and then Messi and PSG. So let, let's just start with Messi and PSG. Um, don't boy, did you see that game? <laughs> I didn't really see. I didn't watch the game. I just watched some snippets of the game. Okay, you didn't watch the game. So let, let me. Okay, Tayo didn't watch the game too. Tayo, did you see the game? Because I know you're watching Madrid's game. Madrid played City. Ask me. He said it. He said Madrid they played. They asked him if he watched PSG game. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's shocking, guys. Because PSG they are not. They are not. They are not. They are not, they are not clicking as much as everybody thought. Because everybody thought Messi was going to Uber its league. It was going to be a stroll in the park. But it's not looking like that. It's not looking like that. It was only substituted today. I think at seven something minutes. PSG later went on to score. Icardi scored at the death. So they were 2-1. But guy, any any thoughts on PSG, do boy? Any thoughts on PSG and Messi? Okay, I think it's a take time. I don't know why everyone just expected the team to click once. It was going, always going to take time for purchase. Did you, did you expect it to take time? To be honest. Yeah, I did. I, to be honest, I did. Because once it's easy to just put some stars out there. But then you have, you have to know the best system to figure out the best out of each player. I mean, let's let's forget the current era of Galacticos. Let's not forget the era of them Beckham, Ronaldo, that magic era. Look how difficult it was for them to actually succeed in Champions League. So yeah, I always knew it would take time. But my only surprise is like, I didn't expect them to perform that badly in the Champions League. I thought it would be a walk in the park for them. So I was they, really surprised by that game. They drew they drew one one to Club Bruges. Bruges played like, them ball that day. Like, the ball Navas was literally the man of the match. <laughs> the ball, the <laughs> okay. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about this messy PSG situation? Honestly. No agenda, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. okay, I uh 
that's true. Uh, agenda aside, yeah, yeah. You see, uh, when you talk about bringing in or bringing together like top footballers, you can't you can't always expect them to click at once. It's just a fact. Agenda aside, you see, the the style the style that Messi plays uh, is so hard for PSU team to like link up with him like that. I watched the Champions League match against Club Brugge, and then what I could actually see is it's only Neymar that is moving so close to him because they've played together and he knows the kind of person. That chemistry is there, yes. That chemistry has been there, but it's missing. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you can't expect them to just speak at once. And it is funny that uh, just as everybody are hoping like, okay, they are going to kick up a uh, click and make some, uh, make things work for them. They might not they might not click this season, and it's for a fact. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, okay. when at the end of the season now, imagine they played Club Rugby and then it was so it was a disaster. Seriously, at the back, at the middle, and at front, and immediately Mbappe left the team that match. Everything changed. Do you understand? It was a whole different game. That's they were just so calm on the ball and they were playing with ease. No pressure. I don't think. I don't think. And I want to ask you the next question. Now, I don't think. I don't think Pochettino expected them to attack PSG so much. You know, it's a big team, yeah. small team. Everybody was thinking that they would just go there and fold the way Barcelona folded against Bayern. But Tayo, do, do you think? What do you think about Pochettino and that PSG? Do you think he can manage that team sincerely? I have, my expectations from him are so low, so low. Seriously. This is like the first time he's he's uh he's taking up a, a, a club with high caliber players. How about you do, boy? What what do you think about Pochettino and that and that squad? I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of Pochettino because he literally system. You are looking for a goal and you're supposed the best player in the world. That one aside, eh? When Messi came out, I think Messi didn't shake him because Messi was shocked. Messi was as shocked as the rest of us. Me, I was shocked because I was watching the game and I'm. Messi didn't play so well. I'm not going to call me and say he was all that. He wasn't all that, but he was, he was way better than a lot of the players on the pitch. Do you understand? So, so take Messi off. What, what do you think? Because I know there are, a lot of people are going to talk. The, 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 the talk will come up on social media, on football, where everybody will talk about the substitution. What do you think about Pochettino and that squad? Okay, I, I'm a big fan of Pochettino. Has, Pochettino? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Pochettino. I'm one of the United fans that wanted him to take over the club after Mourinho, but that didn't work out. But here's the thing. I feel like the step up is too big for him. From sports to PSG, it's a whole lot. Because now he has to handle different big profiles. To be fair, yeah, I don't know the um, conditions surrounding the his move to take Messi out of the game, yeah? But like, yeah. that's what big managers are supposed to do. That's what managers are supposed to do. They're supposed to impose their authority in these sort of games to make the right decisions. I mean, see what Ole did over the week. It was a very stupid move by him. He couldn't justify that particular one. But in this case now, PSG got the goal after Messi yeah, So yeah, he justified it. I think that's what will help this team a whole lot. No matter your ego, I want you to play like this. If you don't play like this, then you come off. That mm-hmm. I think that's one method to get the best out of these players. So do you think he can yeah. manage this team? I don't think he has to do much. All he has to do is just find a system that can beat out the best in all of them. I don't think that's okay science. But what I'm sure of is that this team will improve immensely when Verratti comes back. That's one thing people don't understand. PSG hardly think as well as they do when Verratti is playing. Like Verratti is the engine. You know he can do so many things at once. He's good at winning the ball. He's good at controlling tempo. He's good at connecting the defense to the attack. 
all those ball things retention, ball retention. Yes, but like when you have Herrera, Wijnaldum, Grille, Diallo, all these guys are just ball winners. Uh, okay, Wijnaldum is a goal scorer, but still, they don't have the skill set that Verratti possesses. So Verratti is a big miss in that squad right now. Uh, all right, Tayo, Tayo, are you there? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you made mention about how you don't think they are, they are going to click this season, and I don't know. But this is why I think um, we're going to move on from them after now because we have a lot of things. We have to do a recap of the whole league. Same. I think that it's going to take time because great things take time. And I feel like they just need to find a system that is going to enable the attacking players attack properly. That is Messi, Neymar and Mbappe. And I'm also using reference from that MSN era when Messi, Neymar and it took until January of that year before Baka finally clicked in. So let's, let's, I'm hoping for more of the same for them. I know Tyre, you won't be hoping for that because you're a Ronaldo fan. It has to take the willingness of both Mbappe. And I don't think Mbappe is actually playing for himself. Okay, so uh, the chemistry that existed between uh, Messi, Neymar and uh, Suarez cannot be compared to the kind of one that we're, that we're looking to get from uh, Mbappe, Neymar and Messi now. You see, right now, I feel Neymar, I feel, sorry, I feel Mbappe is playing for himself. Do you understand? He tried to leave uh, PSG, but he wasn't allowed to leave. So I feel all he's doing now is not playing for the chemistry. He's just playing to get his start up and, and generally my come now, Madrid might sign him. What happens then? But still, I still don't put it past them for them to click on. So, but once they click, it's going to be a menace. Yes, do you understand what I'm saying? So that's that's just what I have to say about uh, Mbappe, uh, Suarez. Uh, sorry, Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi. Right. Since we're talking about Madrid now, you guys won today against Valencia this night. Um, you guys came from behind. It is six minutes. Vinicius scored. Then Benzema scored at the death. How how are you feeling? And Vinicius has really improved this season, which is very funny and scary. Aporo, why am I calling Vinicius? Aporo has improved. Speaking of Barcelona, we'll take on Granada on Monday. And by the time we're recording this podcast, they've not played. So we hope, I hope that they win. I hope Coman doesn't start that look the young. That guy is a snail. He cannot play. He shouldn't be playing for Barcelona. He shouldn't be playing for Barcelona. He's pissing me off that he's playing for Barcelona. Because he was, I saw him at the Bayern game and it was disappointing it was poor it was slow it was lackluster he wasn't even ready he didn't look ready for the game but yeah come and still play him so there's a lot of i'm scared for barcelona this season to be honest guy um let, let's talk about let me ask you a question what are your expectations for barcelona i expect us to compete for the league i don't expect us to win i expect us to compete first two and I, I expect us to win the Copa de Rio. Yes, I expect us to win the Copa. And I expect us to avoid going to the Europa League. So anywhere we get to Champions League, even if it's round of 16, we go out. No problem. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, football person, so I understand the trend. I know the realistic things. I know what can happen and what can't happen. I, I know that we are not what we used to be. We are no longer what we used to be. I mean, look at us. We are broke. We have aging players. We have a coach that doesn't know how to read games. But I expect us to at least be in the top two in the league. Bad as he bad. Because Atletico Madrid are not looking all that. Real Madrid are looking solid. But, I mean, we're still Barcelona. But the league, that Copa is our own. We should win that. And then, of course, we should please. I'm scared that we may finish third in that Europa. It's very, very shaky. That performance against Bayern wasn't really. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't convincing at all. I know that it's Bayern, 
you get but it felt like we just went there and we just say okay bye you guys can beat us but don't beat us too much we we took three I mean, zero I mean, let's, let's leave barcelona for a bit now my united um do boy <laughs> did you see the game this 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 evening yeah i did i did so what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on the second half was up and down lingard scored the winner at the death the penalty incident Denied, apparently, you guys were denied a couple of penalty incidents. Then David Ayer saved his first penalty in 22 attempts. I think this is the first penalty since a very long time. So, how, how do you see that? I think. First penalty October 2014. 14, yeah, 2014. That should be late. Oh, I, I, was, I was in university by then. I can remember that much well. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of God, God? I didn't want to comment. Guy, do you know how long that is? That's so freaking long. But anyways, all that about the game, I think United played their usual complacent style until they considered the first goal. Like it's getting irritating now. This, this is what happens almost every game playing. We we look like we're at gear one, and only looks clueless. Then we just consider going, and all of a sudden you realize that my United have quality in the team. They start playing the balls fast. They start interchanging, moving fast. Then once they just equalize, they go back to factory settings. They become complacent. I don't know what the issue is at this point. Then for some reason, I feel like Oli, Oli's in-game management is terrible. Like it's terrible. We saw it against young boys. How according to people, because we went then we were down to ten men, we lost a game. Quality managers do not lose a game because they are down to ten men. Quality manager. went to Anfield, the most intimidating yeah, that's, 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 that's the way quality manager right there. Last season, Leeds went to Man City. And he got a win at, against Man City. Leeds, Leeds United, Marco Bielsa. So I don't understand why every time United um, lose a man, we have to just panic Fold. and lose a game. Like last season, we lost 6 1 to Tottenham because we lost the man. One of those for forgot it. Like, okay. I don't know so he's in game management, he needs to work on it. Most people argue that um, the introduction of Matic and Lingard led to the goal. But in reality, no, it wasn't some superb move. Like, except those, the contribution that led to the goal, you can't point out something that only saw and decided to address the substitutions. It was more well, like. Fred was poor, huh? Fred was terrible. Oh my God, Fred was terrible. <laughs> what was. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> do, you know, do you know every time Fred got the ball in attack, in attack, attack, um, while we were attacking, yes? Yeah. He felt like he would lose the ball, and every single time he lost the ball. You know, you know just imagine how maybe how prime backer would play Tiki Taka and trying to like draw the position out of different position. positions. Then Buster gets the ball and just gives it to position. That was Fred was doing. <laughs> It was so frustrating to watch because we are struggling to beat down the defense. Then we have one man that's against us. For God's sake, <laughs> what, what are you doing? I think, I think Fred should have left. I honestly think Fred should have been subbed off a long time ago for Matic or would have subbed him off for Sancho. So, so Sancho will play from the left and Pogba will move to the middle because we had no control over our midfield. Rice was dominant. He, he walked over us in that midfield throughout the game. Like, just, just that, that. So, yeah, Ole has managed to steal a win, in my opinion, because we didn't deserve that win. Just we didn't do that at all. But, yeah, 29 matches on beating away from 
home in the Premier League, we are still setting the record. <laughs> That's it. So, um, though, boy, Alpha, the penalties, what, what do you think about the penalties? Because a lot of people are talking about that, the penalty incident, Ronaldo got a couple. What do you, do you think was okay. penalty? I, I think I think the first one... Then where is... some other, are the penalty incident? So, so, talk about that too. As for the penalty claims by United fans, I think the two of them, they had a good shout. But the first one, I'm not quite convinced. It feels like he was looking for the penalty. Yeah, the player had his leg outstretched, yes. But he didn't... He made an attempt to run into the player's leg rather than let the player hit him. So yeah, I don't think there was enough contact in the first one. But yeah, some referees might have given that as a penalty. But personally, I don't think that was a penalty. But that second one, it was an obvious penalty. Zuma pushed Ronaldo from behind to slow him down. They went ahead and slide out and made a slight tackle. He did not get the ball. He went straight for Ronaldo's legs. I do not understand how the referee did not spot that. It even makes it more irritating when you think of the fact that he didn't check VAR. I mean, when West Ham got a shout for a penalty, he checked VAR immediately. But for the two penalty shots that United had, they didn't check the VAR. Or rather, they didn't, the VAR did not call the attention of the referee. So I think I'll blame the VAR rather than the referee. And I think I've noticed something this season. Last, um, due to how often United were getting penalties last season, I think this season, referees have been very skeptical about giving United fouls and penalties because of what the coaches have said in the past. We heard Lampard complain, Klopp complain, and I think it's getting into their heads. They are being very, very, very strict when it comes to United, which does not make any sense. Because if it's a penalty, give a penalty. I don't understand why you are skeptical to give a penalty because you feel like United always get penalties. That's what I feel. I feel like it's an agenda and the referee should do better. Um, aside the game this weekend, I think there was a game, the game against the Young Boys, there was a penalty claim. I honestly think that was a penalty. Ronaldo was pushed from behind. So to me, that was a clear penalty. That was um, in the game against Young Boys. That has now three penalty shouts without any, three penalty shouts without any penalty. It's sad. Hopefully they do better. But since we're on Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Tayo, Tayo, what, what do you think about Ronaldo's performance, of course? His performance in this, uh, in today's match or generally? Today's match, generally, since he came the young boys' games too. He's, he's a game changer. You will change your games and everything. Do you understand? But uh, I still feel he needs help a lot up front. Do you understand what I'm saying? He needs wingers that will bring ball to him. Where Baba did now, Baba no one stress again. Bring the ball to him, let him score. You know that's the kind of person that he is. But you see, wingers, uh, Manchester United wingers, the only Greenwood I can see that, is, that has been working and doing all sorts. Sancho, the boss Sancho, I, I don't see, I don't see what he has. But generally, you what, know is, that what do you think? What do you think is what do you think is happening with Sancho? Change of league, pressure. How will I put it? Or or maybe he's overrated. But. Okay. I, no, no, I refuse, I refuse, I refuse. To what that. do you think? What do you think about Sancho Dubot? Jadon Sancho is not rated. Yes, let me come. You see, when when a team signs a player, yes. it, it depends on the coach to see how well the, the the player is going to fit in into the team or fit in into the manager's staff. I'll keep saying it, and and, and I, I, I I can see that Abdul is seeing the light now. Now sometimes he, he vouches for for uh, only and all. Ole is a clueless manager. Very clueless. Seriously. No, Ole is not clueless. Yeah. So the thing about Ole, 
I think he's a good man manager. Like he knows how to manage his players well. But tactically, he can be found wanting on numerous occasions. And that's one thing that you need when you want to win titles. You can't always rely on motivating the players all the time. Football has evolved way past that. You need to be tactically sound, make adjustments in the game, change your tactics, know when to use a certain formation against this team, know what to expect from the opponents, anticipate what to expect from the opponents. But with Ole, I've not seen that at all. It feels like everyone, every United fan knows that, okay, this particular team is going to sit back against United. But Ole is the only one that doesn't know that. That's why in, that's why some games you see him starting with Daniel James when obviously team will sit back. I mean, what are you doing? He Daniel James relies on peace. So why are you starting him against a low block team? Ah yeah, there's one heel I will forever die on. Um there was a game against PSG, the one where we qualified, the comeback we made. Yeah. Bailey, I think Bailey started at right back. Bailey started right back and he, w- he was almost slaughtered by Bernard. I- I'm not sure. I think it was Bernard. Only saw Bailey getting slaughtered for a good 30 minutes and did not make a sub. Bailey was subbed off after he got injured. That lock came on and the game changed. That wind stopped leaking. Now I'm forever going to die on the hill that if Bailey had gotten injured, Oli would have lost that game. But that's a topic for another day. Now about Jason Sancho. Jason Sancho is struggling with the system in a new team because at that moment he was more of the main creator he could drop deep he could go wide he was more i think he had a few role at that moment but now we don't need that from him at united at the moment we need a right winger someone that will stick to the wing the way that sticks to the left wing stick to the wing and gets do your gets the um opposition wing back or the opposition will be back in one-on-one situations that he's good at. But no, he tends to drift deep and want to create along with Bruno. And um, if you notice, in the first game he came on and the sub, he kept on getting in Bruno's way. We have creators in the team from the central of the park, from the middle. So just try and create from the right wing. We literally have nothing going on for us right there. Okay, even not for Greenwood's good form. Bissaka doesn't know how to create. Let's face it. So Sancho should just focus on the right wing and try to create as many chances from there as possible. That's my opinion. I, I think with time he will adapt, but only needs to actually pay attention and give him the right instructions. You guys are, you guys, my United are joint first. I think Chelsea is first. So let's talk about Chelsea. They, they were impressive today. They beat Spurs uh, 3-0. Analysis and thoughts on that one. Who wants to, who wants to, who wants to give their thoughts on Chelsea? Because me, I keep waiting for them to fail so I can banter them, but they... they <laughs> Guy, their, their clean sheet record is ridiculous. I think they've considered more that goals. Was, they, was, they've kept... We to wait for a long time. Seriously. That team they've is kept, solid. They've kept so more solid. clean sheets than they've considered goals. It's crazy. Why? You know, at the beginning of this program, I was saying something that... That game against Liverpool, that was when I, 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 I started getting so... <clears throat> those... <laughs> God of mercy. Tuchel has, has gotten it. Seriously. Like, those players are... He, there's a way, and he doesn't waste time with his soft. Once he sees the problem, he doesn't. He doesn't. He, and they are always like effective. That's a man that knows how to read games. That's a coach. Exactly. Exactly. Look at what when Kante came in today, everything changed. Everything Kante changed. Tottenham Tottenham played very well the first half. Now they played so well, they were unlucky with the goal and everything. But immediately Kante came in, everything changed. 
So, so, so another. Chelsea, uh, he has, he has acted that team. You have to give it to him. Let me, let me hear what do boy has to think say about Chelsea because I know you have a lot of you banter Chelsea a lot on Twitter. So let me hear what you have to say about Chelsea, do boy. Let's just say there hasn't been much material to work with. They have really been that good. They have looked really solid. And now it goes back to my in-game management. I was talking about Oli. Tuko has been immense when it comes to that. He has been so solid when it comes to his in-game management. I remember the games, the game against Aston Villa where Chelsea looked sloppy in the first half. Saul was making so many mistakes and it felt like Chelsea would lose that game. Halftime, Jorginho came on and that was all. Chelsea dominated and they saw the game through. They won that game. Um, earlier today against Tottenham Hotspur, Tottenham looked threatening in the first half and looked like they would score a few goals. At halftime, um, Thomas Tuchel brought on Kante and the game changed. Like That's what a solid top-class manager should be doing. Always knowing that these are certain things that need to be addressed in this particular game and how to handle situations in games. That's one thing that I feel is Chelsea's biggest strength, their manager. Um, also, their defence has been impenetrable. Oh my God, Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva looks... Like he's a 25-year-old at his prime. He's 37. It's crazy. Um, another thing is how Tuchel has transformed the fortunes of some players in the team, like Marco Alonso, um, Antonio Rudiger. These are players that were supposed to be that were outcasts under Lampard, but now they have turned out to be the major players in the team now. I mean, Marco Alonso is benching Benjo. Just spent 50 million for Benjo. Let's not forget that. That's how well the management has been from Thomas Tuchel. Um, but like I always say, I feel like the best teams or the teams that win titles are not the teams that win when everything's going smooth. I feel like those teams are the teams that win when they're having the worst of these and they just grind out in one zero win or they score those last minute goals. Those are the teams that I feel like are the ones that can win titles. I want to see how Chelsea will handle those kind of bad spells. Yeah, you can argue that in the ACL game over the week, um, during the week, that they played well and they got it out that win. But I want to see them do it in the league. Because you know it's over 38 matches. And trust me, you are not going to dominate for 38 matches. There are games where you will look off, but then you still have to try and get the win. So I want to see how Chelsea will play during those spells and see if they can really show their true colors. But yeah, right now, they look unstoppable, and I'm totally tipping them to win the league. Well, a lot of things will happen, and we'll see. But another thing that is shocking this season is Liverpool. Liverpool beat Crystal Palace 3-0 to Mane scored, Salah scored, Keita scored. They have the exact same score line this season as yes. Chelsea. Yes. Did you guys know that? Yeah, yeah so, yes, yes. So, so that's that's very shocking statistics, and it's very interesting to Arsenal won too. So, <laughs> good for Arsenal fans. Edward, 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 you're not Arsenal fan. Don't leave. I know. I said, why, why are you speaking for me and that I'm telling you, I, 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 still, still in love with them in a way. No, no, no. This is, this is it. What, we're doing a general review, and what, um, I have to talk about them. This is it. I, yeah. I saw. I'm a visionary. You understand? I see. I see. So all long before Asemenga left. I saw that almost I can't be sympathizing. I wasn't supporting them. I can't be sympathizing with you. I can't be affiliated with you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> but guys, before 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 we before we before we go further, Haaland, guys, you guys should talk about we have to talk about Haaland because he's that's another beast. He has more goals than appearances for Dortmund. That's that's very that's very crazy. Um, good boy, what what do you think about Haaland? Let me hear what you think about Haaland. So much potential. He has almost every quality. I think Kai is limit. I saw one stat. He Champions League starts, I think, 23 goals in 21 matches. That is He amazing. has 23 goals in there already. Like, yeah. Tayo, Tayo, Haaland, yeah. what do you think? I think, I think uh, he, he, he has a long way to go with his, with his career. What do I mean by long way to go? Like, he can still achieve many more things. Look how he's starting. He's starting so strong. And I, I feel at a particular point in time, if he's not on the same team with Mbappe, he's going to be like a battle of like we are having with Ronaldo and Messi right now. If they are not on the same team. Because uh, Alan's stats are so crazy. More goals and appearance in Champions League game, more goals and appearance in uh, Dortmund. So these are these are things. He, he's, going to, he's going to be a force to reckon with, whether you like it or not. There are some times you don't watch Dortmund's match, but you just see something pop up. Alan this is this is what I think. I think I think he's a very intentional man. I think he's modeling his career after Ronaldo. But this is why I think he may have I feel like for him to get it right, he needs to get his next club right. He needs to yes. get his next his next club decision he makes when he's moving because he can't stay in Dortmund forever. He's too big for Dortmund. You get. I yeah, think that if he's very intentional about the next club he goes to, then he could be one of the greatest players of all time at this pace because he's ridiculous. Did, did you see the second goal he scored? The one where he loved the goalkeeper. Yes. Whoa. I, bro, I go, I go to, I go to YouTube to watch his goals. Cool. All right. I want to ask you guys some extra time questions so we can end because this has been a very, 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 very difficult episode to produce. I swear, I think it's the hardest I've ever made in my life. But easy questions. I want to ask you guys this or that question, and I want it to be on movies. I want it to be on TV series. Okay. okay? So, greatest movie of all time. What's the What's the greatest series of all time you've seen, do boy? What series? I do. I don't watch series. You don't watch series, but you see, no. you were, you're talking about sex education offline before we, we started. So we before that, about that's the thing for that. You see? That's very funny. <laughs> okay, you, you, don't watch, you don't watch series, but you watch sex education. Yeah, let me ask Tayo. Tayo, Alpha. My the greatest series I've ever seen, yeah? Breaking Bad. Okay, Breaking Bad. So I want to, I want to ask you now. I want to ask you now. Prison Break. What do you think about Prison Break? Because I've been seeing a lot of conversations on Twitter where... A lot of us, myself included, I think that Prison Break is one of the greatest movies of all time. There are people that think that it is not true. What do you think about Prison Break? I, I think uh, have, you very... seen, have you seen Prison Break? Yes, I have. So how I feel about Prison Break is I feel it's one of the greatest series ever. It's, it's actually nice. But one thing I uh, actually realized is the fact that I feel it came out too early came out too early. Imagine Prison Break coming out around the 2017, 2018, or 19. The hype will have been so better than this one that it's having right now. You see people hype uh, Money Heist and you be like, what's this story like compared to that of Prison Break? So I feel Prison Break is a very nice, it's a very nice show. It's a very nice show. So that's exactly how I feel about Prison Break. Alright, well, so nice. what, what, what are saying suits? What are saying here? Yes, I've seen Suit. Yes. Okay. Have you seen How to Get Away with Murder? Uh, I saw it, but I time. Go boring. Go boring. 
know. <laughs> okay. So 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 what 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 was the was the give us like a list of the best TV series you've seen in the last let's say three years. Two three. or just maybe like three TV series, yeah. Okay. Uh, Last Ship also is very very nice. It's, I would like you to watch it, but the hype around it doesn't go well. People didn't really know about it, so I feel pretty, I feel. Uh, the last ship is a, is a nice show. I would recommend to people. I would recommend uh, last ship to people. And the suit too is a very nice show. It's a very nice show. Nice show. I uh, I saw. Um, I actually like that one too. Peaky Blinders. I like it. The last. Yeah, the last. Yeah. Peaky Blinders is good. There are a lot of people that think. I'm sorry, I'm cutting you short here, but there are a lot of people that find it boring, which I find very weird because yeah. that is a beautifully crafted storytelling. It's a beautiful movie from beginning to the end. Yeah. You get a movie. The movie was, doesn't get more realistic than that. Nice. Last ship. A lot of people do not know about it, and I want more people to know about it and see tell you how good that series is so we should give it a try it's nice all right so do boy since you don't watch since you don't watch series so movie recommendation i want you to give my my listeners a movie recommendation okay okay, okay. a dope one oh. on pregnant <laughs> the son is also a star okay i think i've seen that the son is also a star movie such a very interesting movie all right, guys. And before before I let you guys go, you guys give me your social media handles. I'm a very big fan of social media. I feel like everybody should use social media well. So you guys give me your social media. But I have a movie that is exciting me. Um, you season three, fifteenth. So I'm really looking forward to that one. And if you haven't seen it, you should see it. It's a movie about love. <laughs> it's called that, You. That's not and... love. No. <laughs> social media handles, Peter. Where can we find you on social media? My Twitter handle is uh, Tayo J H Y. My Instagram handle is uh, Tayo Poko, T A Y O P O K O, and my Snapchat handle is Tayo, spelled E Y H T H A Y O R. Thank you. My handle is at Boy on Twitter. The boy ends with an I, not Y. And on Instagram, you can find me at Abdul.uy. All right, please, guys. You guys should follow them. If you are a football fan, you're a football lover, you have to follow them, irrespective of whether they support you. Because these are the guys that are going to make football interesting for you on Twitter, especially. So follow them, and you guys should follow my podcast listeners when they come and follow you guys back home. Them, yeah, All right. <laughs> so yeah, guys, thank you for listening. I appreciate, I appreciate you guys taking your time every week to listen this podcast it means a lot please guys it's good conversation and we're going to get better we're going to keep improving so please guys please don't forget to share the podcast share the podcast let other people join in you know and if you want to be on the podcast you can hit me up Set, post a picture of you listening to the podcast on on social media use the hashtag hashtag vibe and and you can hit me up and we can talk but I'm, I'm planning on bringing many more football lovers big football guests and big football people so we can come here and we can talk every week so we're going to be doing the episodes every week guys please i want more people to listen to the general podcast yes the general episode 
we do that one every friday and i think they are better than the football episode because those ones the values is out of this world and it's also going to make you laugh a lot you understand so your guys and your friends and your sisters that don't like football but did you know about the podcast you can send it to them that okay guys you guys should listen to this general one i have an episode i did on hostel versus day student i have a turbulence flight episode where i shared my turbulence flight experience that was very hilarious i have some i've done pressure with face um friends and the right support system you are single because you know so they are like very good episodes that people can learn with learn from so please if you are listening please share the podcast and guys we are still open for sponsorship we are still open the numbers are doing very well they are going to get better you know so we're open for sponsorship and adverts if you want to do any of them you can hit me up guys follow me on social media to get the full packet like i always say follow me on twitter at edmond Oris. follow me on instagram at edmond Oris. more content coming your way and subscribe leave a review on the podcast if you are an apple user if you use an apple phone go on your apple podcast you'll see there's a place where they leave five star review and leave write a review tell me what you think about the podcast I, it will mean a lot to me so thank you guys and god bless i hope you have a beautiful week 